Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals and the Jets tonight at Capital One Arena. Evaluating the goalies as the first half of the season comes to a close and looking to get back some of that home ice advantage. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, January 18th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. It's the Caps and the Winnipeg Jets tonight at Capital One the second and final regular season meeting between the two teams. The Jets, a team that has struggled to find consistency this year. It's 17-12-5 coming into the district tonight. They are in 10th place in the Western Conference. Capitals are now 21-9-9 on the year. Third place in the Metro and winless in five of six overall to start the calendar year. And Ben, they've also dropped five of their last six at home, which to me, a sign of a bigger issue here. All teams go through slumps during the season, but to only have one win on home ice since December 10th, Capital One Arena has become one of the tougher places for teams to come in and get wins for years. But right now it's the Caps that are struggling at seventh and half, and they got to get that swagger back at home. Yeah, they better four of their next five and five of their next eight leading into the All-Star break will be played at home at Capital One Arena. So certainly some urgency to get things going at 7th and F. And I think what's also a little troubling of this most recent stretch, John, is the blown leads in a number of these games at home. You know, think back before the Christmas break a few weeks ago now, but part of this stretch they had a 2-0 lead at home against the LA Kings, ultimately fell 3-2. More recently, he had a blown 2-0 lead against Boston last Monday night, the blown early lead the other day against the Vancouver Canucks. You know, there, there was a time not that long ago, Capital One Arena, Verizon Center previously, if you got to the second intermission, if you were the Capitals, you got to the second intermission with the lead at home, it's like 19 times out of 20, you were coming away with two points. So those were two points in the bank. And here's hoping that moving forward here, the Capitals can not only continue to jump out to those early leads, but they could clamp down, they could preserve them, they could get going on the power play at home. The power play has been an issue home or on the road, but at home the other day, finally they scored a power play goal, two of them, but for the first time in about a month and a half. So a number of areas that as the Capitals inch towards the All-Star break, and they do have a little bit of home cooking here, here's hoping they could get that home swagger back starting as soon as tonight against Winnipeg. And the last five times that they've scored the game's first goal, and they've been awfully good at that, they've only won one of the last five in which they've done so. So not doing a real good job at holding leads right now. The trade deadline this season is March 21st, or if you prefer, two months and three days from now as we chat here this morning. So there is still time to evaluate what the Capitals have at the goaltending position. There's still time for someone, whether it's Ilya Samsonov, Vitek Vanacek, or maybe even Zach Fucali to show us what they've got and make an argument that they should be the team's number one goaltender. Let's chat a little while about that, shall we? First up this morning, Vitek Vanacek. Ben, think there's an excellent chance he's going to start tonight against the Jets. And if so, he can try to build on Saturday's shutout against the New York Islanders. 
Yeah, try to build off that shutout over the Islanders. What I liked about that game on Saturday from his perspective, you know, he wasn't tested a whole lot in terms of volume. There were only 23 shots against. But for most of the day on Saturday, Caps were clinging on to a one nothing lead against the Islanders. It's not as if there was much wiggle room for Vitek Vanacek. There wasn't much of a security blanket, so he had to be sharp. And he was when tested, and particularly when the Caps were down a man. He came up big on the penalty kill on Saturday. So maybe he draws back on that, and maybe he also draws back on what I thought John was arguably his best showing of the season a few weeks ago in Winnipeg. He had a 40-save showing against the Jets, part of a 5-2 win, also just before the Christmas break. So a couple of performances maybe Vitek Vanacek can reach back on. I'll say, John... Honestly, I was surprised to see this just in doing some research ahead of tonight's game against the Jets. Vanacek's last four starts, they've been spread out over a few weeks, but he's three and one with a 1.73 goals against average 942 save percentage and a shutout. I'm omitting his relief appearance against Boston, but if you just focus on those four starts, again, spread out over several weeks, the numbers have been good. But again, they've been spread out, so it's hard to really gauge, you know, how much momentum he's able to build off of that. But we'll see if he does get a little bit of runway now. Who knows as they continue to ping pong back and forth here between Vanacek and Samsonov. Well, there's an argument for number 41 right there. Good stuff and digging deep on that. Next up on our list is Ilya Samsonov. Seven times in the last eight starts he's made, he's allowed three or more goals, including a couple of short side goals that Vancouver dinged him for on Sunday. Athletically, I think he has more upside than Vitek, Ben. He's had some really good performances this year. He's also had a lot of subpar ones, too many. The second half of the season starts on Saturday against Ottawa at home, and I firmly believe It's time for him to step it up. He's shown that he can. He's a terrifically athletic goalie with the ability to make that big save, but he's got to be better and certainly more consistent. And if he's going to be the number one and not force Brian McClellan's hand to go out and bring in a veteran goalie at the deadline, he's got 60 days now to show us what he can do. I agree, and I think it's the the biggest storyline into the second half for this team. How will the goaltending shake out? Who will emerge as the undisputed number one in these parts, whether it's someone on this roster or if it needs to be pursued outside the organization. And I I will say, John, despite rattling off those impressive numbers of late with Vitek Vanacek, I would say, and you, you alluded to the fact, you know, the athletic gifts that Ilya Samsonov has, in my opinion, if there's a number one goaltender on this roster right now, it would be Ilya Samsonov. Let's see now if he ultimately is that guy, but I would think, you know, given the ceiling, if you will, between the two of them, I think there's a a thought in these parts that Samsonov does have the higher ceiling and he'll be given the longer leash here to potentially see if he can ultimately emerge as that undisputed number one, because to this point, he has not. He has not taken advantage of the opportunities that have been given to him. He has shown flashes. He's been great at times, but not consistently enough. And more recently, as you alluded to, seven in the last eight, allowing three or more goals. And we saw on Sunday, John, the ability of a goaltender like Thatcher Demko, another young goaltender in this league, to come up with big, timely saves at key moments within the game. Ilya Samsonov has not done enough of that lately. So we'll see now again, as they start to play seemingly every other day, maybe he could get into a flow when he finally does get back in there and get a few games in succession. But it hasn't been there till now. And to your point, uh, starting to run a little bit out of racetrack here with two months to go. 
And what's behind door number three? <laughs> Why it's Zach Fucali for NHL appearances. Not enough of a sample size to know what you have in him, of course. But his last outing last Monday, a rough one against Boston. It should be noted that the team in front of him wasn't very good either. And the Bruins putting up a touchdown. We'll, of course, see the Bruins coming up on Thursday night. So the question, Ben, do you bring him up and give him another trial run? Do you see what you have? Did you get enough from him in those three games prior to the Boston game to make you think you might have something there? Definitely maybe in my book. And I suspect that if he gets another chance, and he may not, but I think he could, it's going to be a short leash just by necessity. Ben, as we said, we got 60 days here. That's what we're looking at. And if you're going to give him a chance I don't know that Fucali is going to have the kind of runway the other two guys will, but if he does end up getting a chance, if he gets that ball, he better run with it. Yeah, maybe you give him another opportunity, you know, looking ahead if there, if there is a window in the schedule, a pocket where it's appropriate and where you could work him into a game and, again, continue to see what you have at some point. You know, you got to just put the best goaltender in there who gives you the best opportunity to win that night. So, I, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't get another look to be honest but if they could find a way to to showcase him or see him one final opportunity they, they've liked what he's done in a in the ahl peter laviolette has made that known brian mcclellan as well there's a reason a year ago they signed him to an extension and kept him in the organization they've they've really appreciated what he's done in the ahl showed himself well in training camp in the preseason he earned the opportunities he's gotten to this point moving forward do you leave it to samsonov and vanacek to ultimately decide themselves who could emerge as the number one here long term that might be the case as well i i, I will say real quick john and, and you could appreciate this maybe the, the one thing it reminds me of it's not apples to apples but if you recall i think your final year calling games in hershey capitals had two young goaltenders at the time varlamov and neuver and there was a third in the organization kind of lurking he was younger Braden holpe and that's why I say it's not apples to apples. Hope was drafted by the team. He, he was being groomed by the organization, whereas Fucali's a little further along years ahead in his development. But just you have this kind of insurance policy there lurking. And if need be, maybe you could dip into that and ultimately see what you have. This is definitely not apples to apples. <laughs> but if you go back 11 seasons and you go back to 2010 and the Philadelphia Flyers, the Flyers had Brian Boucher, who is now ESPN analyst. You had Sergei Bobrovsky, who was there as well. And you had Michael Layton, who was up from the AHL and ended up playing a whole lot of the Stanley Cup final. And the coach there decided mm -hmm. that whoever the best guy for the job was, that was who was going to play. In his mind, in the final, that ended up being a big chunk of Michael Layton. Who was that coach, you ask? That's right. Peter Laviolette. Even if it is in the Stanley Cup final, if he's got a gut feeling and he's got the guy that he thinks he can go with, he's going to go with that guy regardless of who it is. Fair point. Keep in mind the first time he won a Stanley Cup title, Peter Laviolette. His number one for much of that year was uh, more of a veteran guy in Martin Gerber ultimately leaned on the rookie Cam Ward to lead him to a Stanley Cup in Carolina. So you're right. Listen, when you coach for 20 years, like Lavi has, there's not much that he hasn't seen in his coaching career when it comes to uh, the goaltending situation. And this just being the latest example, you could say. Let's go to one other little note to get to here. Uh, Tarek El-Bashir from The Athletic wrote about this yesterday and want to give him props for this, talking about Anthony Mantha. And in his mailbag segment on The Athletic said that Mantha is doing daily rehab assignments on his surgically repaired shoulder, has been for a while now. And the next step 
in his potential return to the lineup is to start skating on his own at MedStar Capitals Iceplex, which could happen as soon as early next month. But the expectation is that much like Nick Backstrom, the road ahead is going to be a slow and patient one. So, Ben, it seems like we still have a long ways until we see Anthony Mantha back in the uniform. But there does seem to be at least a little bit of progress we can report on, thanks to our buddy Tarek El-Bashir. And you hope to see Anthony Mantha back in uniform, certainly uh, in the months ahead before the end of the regular season and hope to have him at your disposal come postseason time. And I'm already looking forward to the cliched answer, John, when he does return late in the year, it'll be like a trade deadline acquisition when you could welcome a potential top six forward like that back to your lineup when the games really start to to gain significance and, and matter more. And until then, Look, maybe a, a small benefit here. You could potentially continue to tuck away that salary cap number and maybe uh, reap the benefits here in, in that regard as well. But here's hoping for a healthy return sooner rather than later for Anthony Matt. Caps in Winnipeg Jets tonight at 7. Network air on 106.7 The Fan and Caps Radio 24-7 at 645. Caps game day, your extended pregame show exclusively here on Caps Radio 24-7, begins at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Ben, what's coming up on the show later today? Yeah, we'll chat with Samantha Pell from the Washington Post. Had a nice lengthy feature on Tom Wilson over the weekend. Since then, he has scored twice in as many games, so we'll chat with Samantha about that and further the discussion as well on the goaltending and what the Capitals will be looking to improve on leading up to the All-Star break. That is what you'll have at 4 o'clock. Puck will drop at 7 o'clock tonight. Caps trying to get back on the beam against the Jets. Ben, have yourself a terrific Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.